skin and blister. We're two sisters. Supporting each other from across the pond. Hello, 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 hello. How are you, Saz? Nice to see you this fine, fine morning. I am well, and yourself? Pretty good, just loving this microphone right now. You know we've been using them wrong this whole time. Why? What are we meant to be doing? You're supposed to stand it straight up and talk into the side. I thought you oh, talked yeah. into the front, but it's actually the side. You told me that last time, and then we had much better... Yeah. Uh-oh. I've lost her. She's gone. Wait, I'm back, I'm back. I put Did myself you mute on yourself? mute when I... Yeah, because I was trying to change it for you. <laughs> We're back. Okay. Well, tell me, tell me about your weekend. What did you do? I did some serious rec recon. Rec what does that mean, recon? That means when you like check out a situation. Exactly. So I found this new app called Vinted. Do we know it? Mm -mm. No. Uh, okay. It's like a charity shop, but it's all online. So basically Ooh. the way it works is if you have stuff, you put it on there and um, people can buy it off you. And you put it like pretty cheap. Um, well, like cheaper than you bought it for. And then you have to say the condition and stuff. So I was going around my house looking for everything I could put on. And I basically listed my entire house on Vintage. <laughs> so far, I've only sold one thing. The funny thing is, when you sell it, it's up to the buyer. I wonder if you have this app in the States. Is it um, like anyway. a eBay, kind of, where you bid? No bidding. Um, it's more like, yeah, similar to eBay, but it's like easier than eBay so like it's all on like you just snap a pick on it goes tell what part of it is damaged it's basically eBay um anyway then uh the buyer so I sold one thing the buyer gets to pick how it's shipped to them disaster I That's had to a nightmare. walk yeah <laughs> so they selected this thing this like thing where it's really hard how can I explain it? Basically, there's these lockers in the middle of this street and you go and put the thing in there. Like you put it in a box and put it in there and then off it goes to them and they pick it up from another locker. Uh, however, the problem with that is <laughs> the locker was like half a mile away. So off I trotted. Um, Wait, how much money are you making off of this? <laughs> this is the funny part, because you have to package it as well, right? So yeah. All the packaging. Yeah. I sold what I, I sold the thing for three whole pounds, so I am <laughs> winning. <laughs> that is so useless. Like, you had to pay for a box. You had Probably to do all pound. this work. Spend an hour getting it ready and dropping it off, and you made three pounds. Well, I made less than, yeah, I made a lot less than three pounds. 
Um, Whatever floats yeah. your boat. <laughs> anyway, for some reason, it makes me really happy, this app. Well, it's probably something to do with the whole charity shop thing. Mm. Anyway, that was... Uh, but that's not even what I did this weekend. I don't know why. I did that last week. So this weekend, I wrote this massive cleaning list, and then I went through it like a whirlwind and I got give it to me done. was the friend helping yes he was um fridge why did you look around at him why did you look around were you gonna say he didn't help and then you saw him and you said he did no he's not he, I mean he's in the other room but I wasn't looking at him I was just oh. thinking like I didn't want to boast about how wonderful he is because I you know you should yeah I should anyway fridge floors mop and uh hoover um put stuff online that was on there buy flowers that was on there jamaican food that was on there um what did you get well that place was closed uh and anyway it was caribbean food um caribbean i'm trying i'm trying to remember what else uh oh make the bed um Wait, don't you do that every day? No, like change the sheets. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, dust, mop, toilet. Anyway, like the basics, but it needs doing. Like every but week deep. I do it. And every week it's a mess. That's because you have a dog. And two businesses that are literally in yeah. Yeah. And like oh our flat, Kelda has been to our flat, but it is not big. We're talking living room a little kitchen like really small kitchen and then a little hallway and bedroom bathroom is weirdly off the hallway that Never is a bit quite strange understood that um anyway what have you been up to or do you have any questions for me well just scale of one to ten how much do you hate changing the duvet cover one being horrible, 10 being love it. I'm going to put that at neutral six. I don't really. Really? To be honest, all of this stuff, like cleaning the house, I don't really hate any of it. I just, I enjoy, like, I put on my podcast, off I trot. Like, I don't love it, but also, I probably love it more than, like, going to an event. <laughs> That's disturbing. <laughs> um, you know, like something that's meant to be fun. I think I'd rather be at home cleaning my house and listening to my podcasts and my music. Hashtag super old. You have now reached ancient. No, age. hashtag knowing myself. Oh my gosh. Uh, I would put the duvet changing at one. I hate. I hate it so much. Like, I hate it. I'll do anything to avoid it. Because, you know, when you try to put the duvet cover on, Mm -hmm. it's so annoying. Because you you have spaghetti arms. (laughs) What? (laughs) Excuse me. No, actually, you don't anymore because you're doing jujitsu. I'm quite strong. Okay, okay, jujitsu. Okay, you know what we're going to do? We're going to share pictures of our biceps on Instagram and people can vote on whose they think is better. Oh, that's like very intense, but I'll do it. I'll okay. do it. 
Um, when, anyway, I've got really nice bicep syndrome. Mine are better. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this body positivity movement has gone too far. I'm, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding, guys. Uh, no, what was I going to ask you? Oh, you have to, here's how you do it for yourself. You put the duvet cover inside out. You put yeah. it on top of your head. Like, so what? your body is in the duvet cover. <laughs> <laughs> then you grab then you the take corners. A picture. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put your hands in the corners. I'm trying to explain this because obviously you can't see me. You put your hands in the corners. You can't and you bend see over And you grab the um, corners of the duvet. How do you inside. know where they are? If it's well, on your head. mine is pretty much see-through because it's so old. Oh. Well, um, then you stand on a stool, or if you're a Kelda, you just stand on the floor, <laughs> and you basically bend over and like put the duvet cover onto the duvet inside, and then you wave the duvet in the air until it all goes right. And you have to wave it quite a lot. Is I would correct? love to see this. Another thing I think you should do is have Fran video you doing that. And we can I would, it. but I just did it yesterday, so now my sheets are all well, clean. How often do you wash the duvet cover? <laughs> I would say it needs to be done every two weeks. What You're do you think? so much better than me. I Well, I use a top sheet. I don't think you guys do in England, do you? Use I think some sheet, people do, but sheet. I'm, I don't because I feel like the duvet cover is the top sheet. Because I, I use it. the top sheet sheet because I don't like doing the duvet cover. So then, yeah, so I don't do it nearly as much. Like every, I don't even want to say this. Like every two months or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, it's, up, it's up to you but um lulu the dog comes on the bed quite a lot which can, uh, yeah and like yeah. i don't want to be horrible to her because she is here as well but she's sometimes quite grubby like not really because we wash her when she comes in but like she can let's remember she's walking those london streets and then Oof. she goes on the duvet so we've got both both kitty cats sleeping there but they do, they're indoor ones and they're quite good at grooming themselves so it's not not very yeah. bad yeah if they don't go outside like that's pretty fine um the other thing though is someone told me that they <laughs> this is embarrassing this is weird as well they wipe their dog's bum after it poops <laughs> do they i've seen these little pet bum wipes yeah, like a uh, yeah, like a wet. I wipe. just, I don't do that with the cats because they, you should see them cleaning themselves. <laughs> They've got it handled. If only I were that flexible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lulu does the same. I would say Lulu is probably more cat than dog in her social and her grooming. She grooms herself like pretty much all over, which is quite strange for a dog, I think. Yeah, she does seem like a cat in my experience. Not that I've met her, 
but just from the all the pictures you send me, she looks like a complete cat. Yeah, yeah, she is. Um, what about your weekend? Actually, well, first of all, tell me what else you would have to put on your cleaning list. Mm. Well, I am a big fan of being making your time precious, right? So, like, unless, like, Saz, you're insane and you enjoy cleaning, um, you should delegate if you can. So what I do is once a month, I have a cleaner come in, clean the whole house top to bottom, and then in between I'm just like sweeping up, you know, doing that type of little thing, changing beds. But yeah, that is what I would recommend. I know it's pricey. However, you get your time back. You save your time to do things you want to do. So if you can, highly recommend it. I think it's a game changer. Um, but as far as cleaning lists, I don't really do like, I don't do these cleaning things. I just kind of clean as I go. Um, I don't do like a big cleaning day. So I don't know. My fridge definitely needs cleaning. It's been a while, but it's okay. can just ignore it. <laughs> what about the garbage disposal? What do you you put Wait. a lemon down there and grind it up. I don't. I don't. It doesn't smell, though. I think I put coffee grounds down there quite a bit. I think that helps. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that block your drain, though? You would think so, and occasionally it does, and then it's a nightmare having to clean it out. It's like the chore that everyone hates. But, yeah. You just have to maintain it. Um, but speaking of cleaning, the I have this Robo Robot vacuum, and it's the stupidest thing ever. Because, <laughs> for instance, this morning I put it on because the floor was really dirty, mm-hmm. and it goes round and round. But it's not very smart, so it like just it just bounces around and does the same th- like places over and over again. And so <laughs> no. you should see you should see how much time I spend redirecting the robot vacuum when it would literally take like five minutes at most to sweep the floor. <laughs> does it because I know you have upstairs and downstairs. Do you does yeah. it go downstairs? No, 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 no. You'd have to put it like I've put it upstairs before. But it's just, it's not very clever. So I don't really know exactly what the point is, except that for someone who wants to be easily distracted so that they don't have to do the work they're supposed to be doing, it's pretty fun. Because you can just like watch it and yell at it instead of doing the work you're supposed to be doing. Does it have a remote control? It actually does. I've never used it though. So in theory, you could sit on the sofa and be like, right, left. Yeah, you could, you could. I don't know. I I feel like it's not the best innovation, but I will say it's quite fun to watch. So I I just have learned I can't do it when Simon's there because he hates it. He thinks it's so stupid. So I can only do it when he's not in the room. Otherwise, he'll just turn it off. Why does he think it's so stupid? Because it's just going back and forth. 
Yeah, because it's not even doing a good job and it's loud and annoying and distracting. But yeah. And it doesn't mop as well? It no, it doesn't mop. mop. No. So Pretty I useless. Think what I've read about these robo vacuum cleaners is that they're still working on the technology. So like I think in like a couple of years, if you get one, they should be a lot better. So I think yeah, I would is think probably so. a couple of years old and now yeah. even now they're working on it. Um because yeah, now there's ones that mop as well, kind of, I guess. That would be a game changer. I think I'd get one of those. But wait, what if they go on a carpet? Are they like um wet they wet know. backing it? Okay. No, they know they're on the carpet. Gotcha. Gotcha. And they have a little house where they live. Does yours have a house? No, it just has like a dock where it charges, but it doesn't have a house. They have little houses. Yeah, That's where so I think cute. I can't remember, but I think they can leave like the dust in the house. Anyway, do they have? Wait, wait. Do they have ones that go up and down stairs? Do you know? I don't think they have ones that go up. No, I don't know. I don't know. That would be no. Amazing. They wouldn't go up the stairs. That'd be some robot stuff that would be crazy um uh but other than that what about your weekend i had like the most unproductive weekend ever um we had the simon's brother and fam in town and the men watched ufc and so did i (laughs) and Mm. uh the little boys they were so cute. Um, they had a birthday party with our neighbor, and um, they all just hung out all day, like wrestling, playing video games, just being crazy guys, eating pizza in their room. Like it was quite cute, actually. They loved it. Um, but yeah, it was pretty chill. And then on Sunday, I just like basically sat on the couch. Oh, I took a nap. That was amazing. I haven't had a nap in so long. So yeah. <laughs> and then what is going on with you? You're I think embracing I, the laziness. No, I keep wondering if I'm depressed. <laughs> uh what? <laughs> because I'm so unproductive. Well, okay. Do you um hmm. Hmm. is there other I don't know. what do you feel like sad or are you just feeling no. a bit overwhelmed or I feel like happy depressed <laughs> no I don't think I'm actually depressed I just I've never been this unproductive I don't know what's going on I've like shifted to be like really lazy it's quite strange not sure what to do with it it's funny because before you were saying I really need to delegate my time <laughs> by hiring a cleaner so so i can make sure i have time to do the things i want and then it's like okay what did you do on the weekend sat on the couch and watched ufc um however it was actually quite fun though yeah no i'm not i'm not poo-pooing it if you see oh my word do you know what that just reminded me of what (laughs) oh no i read this article today about um the guardian (laughs) other newspapers are available um about people oh god why am i talking about this stuff today um people (laughs) making 
pills out of poo for oh, other I've, people. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole with that a few years ago. Yeah, it's... I don't think it's that new, but I think like, I mean, this lady did a donation. Of you can get matter. paid for it. Yeah, if you have a good gut and like no infections and no diseases. Um, yeah. Anyway, and then they like, but it's pretty, it's weirdly interesting because they have to like. It is, yeah. Separate everything out and then make a pill out of the powder. But it's like, it sounds like it can be really good for people who have bad gut health because it, yeah, like it reintroduces all the good bacteria. I'd like, say just uh, take a probiotic. That's kind of my... <laughs> no, but I'm a little worried about this fecal pill. They said that is good, but like it doesn't give you all the things you need. So if you have a... Like it will give you part of them. I wonder what the highest someone has been paid for this. I kind of want to know. Um, I don't know if you'll find that. I don't know if that's public information. Well, I was because I went down this rabbit hole and I was seeing you could get paid quite a lot. So I was wondering if I could be a poo donor. <laughs> How much would you get per deposit? How would you? Oh, so disgusting. I can't even like think about this. How much could you get paid to donate poo? I'd be all over it. Uh, the amount you earn with each donation depends on the company. Human Microbes pays 500 per donation. If you poop daily and send it, you could net up to 180000 per year. Well, I mean, I... Yeah, some people poo more what? than once a day. We need to get all 180000 a year. Why aren't we doing this? Okay, I'm going to cut that out of the pod because this is obviously an untapped. Yeah, area. and we don't want other people catching on to this. You could be rich <laughs> off this. I mean, it beats Vinted. It beats that app I've been using. Three pounds and like... I could Two just see to you three your hours little, of work. Your little Tupperware, like running down the street to the Dropbox. Yeah, that's what the lady was saying. Every morning, She's like regularly. on the tube with her Tupperware of uh, manure, <laughs> manure, manure. Yeah, that's a better way of putting it. Oh, speaking of manure, I had this memory recently about. It's kind of poor. Poor little chicken, because it's one of the things I tell him when I'm being like, when I was a kid, we had to do this, you know, when I'm like, you're not tough, which is like so annoying. I need to not say that kind of thing. But um, I remember turning the compost pile. You know how we had to do that every day, this massive pile of waste product that we had to go turn with pitchforks, and I was yeah. turning it. And I felt something like really heavy on my pitchfork and I went to turn it and it was like a rotting pig's head. <laughs> and I just remember like the <gasps> rotten flesh like flaking off. Oh. It was, it was so 
like that is stuck in my mind as like one of the most I don't not think traumatizing you put body parts in compost heaps. Yeah, I don't know why someone did that. Mm. But it was like quite I don't know. It was it wasn't traumatic, but it was like very interesting. I just remember was it? like Yeah. If I, I saw know. that now, I would be traumatized. But I'm less exposed to that kind of thing than I used to than we used to be as kids. Like cuz we grew up pretty much on a farm, so we were yeah. a bit more exposed to such yeah, things. Yeah. Pigs um, said there. What was the most interesting yeah. thing you ever saw in the compost pile? Well, I do actually have a compost pile story. We used to, when we were, how old were we? Maybe 11, 12. We all, made, we had teams. So I was with this other kid. And we were both like quite nerdy about the compost heap. And the idea was like, who would make the best heap? Oh, so yeah. there was like 11 different teams. And we went around and we went to the factory and we got all the coffee grounds. And then Ooh, we went and got all smart. the, well, we went and got all the grass clippings as well. So our compost heap was like really, should have really been really light. Good. Yeah. But it was really bad for some reason. Ours was the worst. And also we was were it? like the... I think we were like both quite small for our age and like very spindly. So it was like really hard to turn it every day. Oh um, my gosh. Did you not put any manure in it? Like cow manure? Yeah, we did as well. But I just, everyone, I just, the way it was tested was first on the, like you would have to turn it and then mm. the shape you would make. So you would make like a perfect loaf of compost yeah. heap. Yeah. And then they would stick a, like the next time you came, they would stick a thermometer in and like ours never got hot. Everyone else's got really warm from all the breakdown of the, uh -oh. um, you know, the rotting breakdown. Yeah. Ours didn't get to any high temperature, which was very um, sad. But yeah, so we didn't win um, despite oh. our best efforts. But I was That's really tragic. into compost. And then, like, yeah, it never... If you do it right, you can make amazing compost. Do you compost now? <laughs> no. I don't have any space to compost. Yeah, I'd have I do, to do but... it in my house. Oh, that would be a bit grim. Add to the kimchi smell. Um, yeah. I, I have a yard and a garden so i would love to compost however we have bears and so if i made a compost pile oh, the bears would be in it every night it would be a nightmare you'd have to just put organic matter i guess you would have to be quite careful about what you put in no blueberries they love blueberries no well honey. even if you put like fruit and vegetables in it would they would want it and like that's what you're supposed to put in the compost. So I, I don't vegetables know. Vegetables would be fine, wouldn't they? They wouldn't go after like carrot tops, would they? Well, I don't know. I think they would. Onion skins. Um, but yeah, you would have to get some manure and you would have to. You know what I've seen people do? There's two options. Worm farm, which yeah, is, I like is those. horrendous. Why? I'm really. Oh, it's 
They're disgusting. But the worms love it. You're not being like mean to the worms. Uh, yeah, but the worms themselves are grim. And um, <laughs> it's not like and... maggots. It's earthworms. That's not. I know, better. but when you see like a whole heap of them together, oh, I um, love them. And it smells really bad. And or uh, one of those rotating drums where you yes you do it with. I think that could be bear proof. Yeah, um, I want to get one of those, but I think you'd need two. Because when you're ready to use it, like you can't be adding more every day if you're about to use it, because then it's not broken down, right? So no, you'd need yeah. like a new one and an old one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, let's move on from compost okay. and poop. Oh my gosh. Um, I okay. wanted to tell you about my driving. I've had two driving lessons so far. And Ooh. thank you for everyone who asked about that. And um, Wait, people asked about it? Kelda. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for all the encouragement you've all sent. Uh, and so far, I have driven at five miles per hour. Five miles per hour, that is. That and is really fast. I have learnt... I don't do any of the signaling yet or looking in the mirror. I just do the turning corners. But, just so you know, the road is so thin here. Narrow, I think the word is. So, is it? it's not easy at all. At uh -oh. one point, have you hit I turned... Anything? No, but the amount of people. I did not know that many old people and babies could be in one area. <laughs> as when I sit behind the wheel, they just seem to come out of every single corner. They're old all targets. People, You're children. supposed to hit them. I, the guy was like, you need to, like, because I, I took a little rest. I'm, I go around the block and then I take a little rest. He doesn't tell me to, <laughs> but I'm like, it's time I took a rest. Because I am... My legs are shaking. Everything is going on at once. I'm very, I'm very nervous so far. So then I was taking a little rest. Then he's like, okay, time to pull off. And there was someone walking straight at the car, like in the middle of the road. So I was like, nah, we're going to just wait for the person to get out of the way. But he was like, no, like they'll move. So um, <laughs> they didn't really move though. So I just waited for them. But the amount of people that are in the road and coming out and on bikes, it's like, it's very hard so far. But you you seemed to say it would get better after two weeks or like a couple sessions. Well, two weeks of actual driving though, like without someone there, like you on your own. Oh, oh wait, yeah. like after the test. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you're still super, super nervous, and then you just have to bite the bullet and do it. And you're like, fuck, fuck, I'm going to die for two weeks. And then after that, you just forget you're even driving. So it's like a very steep learning curve, and it's very scary for about two weeks. And then you're good. Okay, my issue is I can't seem to understand how big the car is. Like, I can't visualize it. So... I went, there was a car coming towards me. Imagine this car coming towards me. I'm going around the corner 
mm-hmm. very narrow again. And the guy was like, stop, stop. You're not going to fit through there. And I was like, there's plenty of room. So, like, I can't. <laughs> Between the bollards and the car, I would have got. I mean, it would have been a disaster, wouldn't it? I think you're, what you're going to have to do is just, like, hit a few things. Mm-mm. Like, I think you just need to buy a very used car that you don't care about. And you're no, gonna have I can't to... be hitting stuff. Come on, that's how you. That's how you learn. <laughs> no, Are you know you, you should do those. You know those racing games they have in arcades. Yeah, this is what Fran was saying. He said you need. Yeah, you why don't you do buy those. like one of those games? But I think yeah, no. I think it's also about learning the car that you're driving because, like, this guy's. The drive, the instructor's got a big car. So I reckon mm. I just haven't quite figured it out yet. I think um, it's just something you get used to. Like, it's just a, like, it becomes part of your perception of the world is, like, knowing how wide something has to be for a car. Yeah, and then you just get used to it or what? Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can people I... send tips in for how to drive? <laughs> oh. You ju- it's one of those things where you just have to go for it and hope that everyone survives. You know what this reminds me of is, you know when you play an arcade game, right? And you're shooting the bad guys and then you're not supposed to shoot the civilians. And if mm. you do, you lose the game. I always mm-hmm. end up shooting the civilians like right away because if anything moves, I'm just like bang, bang. So it's kind of like you driving in London. Like, do not hit the civilians. If you do, you lose the game. Yeah, but <laughs> the stakes are a lot higher stakes. there. Yeah. <laughs> There's a psychological experiment about that where it's like testing for racism. And it's like when. Yeah, it's pretty sad because, like, even if you think you're not racist, a lot of the time, turns out you're a little bit racist. I don't know if it's, like, actual racism or if you would call that, um, I mean, I guess it is. Internal biases? Yeah, it's more bias, I guess. But Well, unfortunately, like, I feel like we're we're always like try we were raised in tribes so if we don't like understand other people for whatever reason like whether they're dressed differently different race different um like have different hobbies you know different country then we're always like less likely to trust them i think yeah yeah it's like the proximity um theory which i don't know if that's a theory but um yeah yeah the experiment is like um people pop up and like you have to shoot the bad you have to shoot the people that pop up with a gun but not the rest of them and then like yeah it's sober i think if like a little old lady popped up i probably would be like they're safe and then they'd shoot me Exactly. But yeah, in theory, you <laughs> sh- okay, well. 
I yeah, uh, but that's that's what bias is, I guess. You think the old lady is fine? She's actually she's the bad one. But in real life, she's probably okay. You know, I can't wait to be an old lady because I feel like I'd get away with everything. What would you want to get away with? I don't know. I think I'd want to experiment, see what I could get away with. What do you think? Should we be, when we get old, should we like just go on a, like rob banks or something and see if it works? I think you should. I mean, I think that's fine as long as you do stuff that doesn't hurt other people. Yeah, no, because, no, no, like, no hurting people. Just running <laughs> people over or shooting people just because you're old. But yeah, I think like you should have a lot of fun. No, I'm more thinking like, I don't know, just something that's not hurting anyone. Like it'd just be funny to see because I feel as if people don't really see old ladies. They like mm. see, oh, see them and then mean. they're just, yeah. And so it'd be funny to like teach them a lesson. Like it is worth noticing old ladies, but not in like any type of violent way. Just, just out of like, as a social experiment. Yes. And no, I know what you mean. I think there's this idea that women have, uh, I mean, this is not my idea, but there's this like thing that women have an expiry date and after that, no one really notices them. But mm -hmm. I don't think, I think once one gets past that, it's quite, um, like, it's quite nice to expire in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> because like, I get that, I obviously get that like youth, youth kind of sells, um, so like a lot of advertising is youth and like, do you know what I mean? It's a very, for obvious yeah. reasons, it's like, it's the, it's a very um, attractive thing. But then I also think like, oh, well, like once I get past that, I'll just, um, I think I am past that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're I not. I don't know what Shut I was up. trying to say. No, like um, in a positive way. Like I try to a... tell that to like Leo DiCaprio. Like it's fine when we go. He's so weird with his like expiration date with his girlfriends. Ugh. Yeah, I feel like he's just doing it now for the kind of the notoriety know. or something. Yeah, like now it's like such a thing. He's kind of had to keep it up. But I don't. I just don't. I don't like, really... get it. Why would you want to date someone that emotionally immature? Like, exactly. I've never understood this dating much younger people because it's like, don't you want someone on your intellectual level, your maturity level? Like, it must be exhausting otherwise. Yes, and it's very interesting because... Or it's maybe that is that... their maturity level. <laughs> yeah, that might be true. Yeah. But like something I often think about as well is like dating men just because they're well off. That's like the kind of equivalent of that. But yeah. the opposite way. But well, let's also... admit everyone's getting yeah. something out of it. Like it's not like it's consensual. I'm not like mad about it. It's just interesting to me. Well, it's for me, it's not something to base a relationship on someone's yeah. age or 
financial status or body really because like that fades with age but i think it'll just never be like an even partnership but some people like that i for one would like an equal partnership because i think i'm like a very i just love fairness and i feel like if that wasn't present in the relationship i'd hate it but everyone has their own thing i suppose yeah and i think a lot of people date nowadays based on what the other person can bring rather than the idea that both that you grow together or that you build together well people want like a ready-made like person which don't get me wrong if that existed that would be cool like where they check like every single box perfectly and don't have to make any improvement but that would be a bit odd if that was actually a thing because then you'd wonder like are they actually a real person <laughs> like what are they exactly. hide whenever something's too good to be true i'm like what are you hiding <laughs> no but that is very true if someone's if someone or i think that is such a good lesson for life is if something is too good to be true it's not true like something's going on but i think we have a question today let me read out the question all right do we have a question we do um so the question is oh this is a good one what should you do if you need to make a big decision and what to do if you are feeling stuck in life okay i like this question mostly because I can definitely relate. Um, Killer K, you want to jump right in? I feel very personally attacked by this question right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to give you a scenario, a scenario, (laughs) and then we're going to think about it. Um, So sometimes in life, you have a big idea and off you go and you do your idea. So like, for example, you go to university or you you're trying to get a new job and you work, work, work away at it and you get it. And then you work there for a year or you work in your business for a year, year and a half. And suddenly you're like, uh, like I want to do something else. Yeah. Where is the, how do we do how do we make the right next choice is what i guess i'm wondering in that scenario all right i'm gonna talk in theory because (laughs) this is a very difficult thing for me to do and so i i guess i can kind of speak from experience but like currently I'm kind of in a place where I keep thinking like, what should I do? What should I do? Um, Mm -hmm. But from experience, I think there's no, not necessarily like a right or wrong path. Like I think if you see life as like this giant map, like a board game of like multiple places you could go, multiple roads you could take. um, I don't think there's necessarily a wrong road to take. Um, I think what you need to do is kind of be kind of mindful about what your 
end goal is and keep that in mind and then go onto the road and you know kind of just learn along the way from the pitfalls but i think the most important part is like having self-awareness around what's going well and what isn't and being flexible and willing to uh change you know how you're dealing with that particular situation and then also just being having a really really good attitude about it and expecting the best to happen while also preparing for the worst case scenario which is all very difficult to do yeah. in practice but in theory it's great um but that's kind of how i've approached these things in life and i you know i have noticed like when i have the right attitude when i expect success it generally works out but it's one thing to say i can be successful at this i know i can do it it's another thing to internalize that feeling and like really believe that you can do it um because those are two different things and i don't think you're gonna be as successful as you want to be unless you can really internalize that confidence um and i don't really know how to do that actually it's it's quite difficult no you're right you're right yeah it's also like you can believe or you can have a passion for stuff this is what always happens to me i have like such a passion for something mm -hmm. a year later i'm thinking what's next what's next i'm tired of that me i have too. a hard time sticking to something and um, i don't necessarily think you should stick to things like if you know you kind of life is all about like feeling it out it, the last thing you want to do is be like absolutely miserable for most of your best years of life i know but some things do take time so like let's say you're building a business it's really you do have to give that there is going to be a lot of time that just needs to be invested mm -hmm. as long as well as all you know the work you put in but it's like in reality most businesses like aren't profitable till five years plus um mm -hmm. i don't know the statistics on that but i have heard that the other thing i always try and do and i definitely don't do this that well is i try and make decisions not based on monetary gain because for me i kind of like life is so finite um yeah exactly and money comes and goes. I mean, you can be rich one minute and poor the next. You never know what hit you. Um, that doesn't me. generally happen to me, but <laughs> probably me not sure what you're doing. Test. <laughs> not sure what you're doing over there. <laughs> Are you playing the stock I'm market? I'm kidding. I just <laughs> literally before we got on, I read this article about someone's marrying Rupert Mur Murdoch is he the rich he's like one of he's the not the richest the but he is pretty he's rich. very rich yeah and it was like it's like this so he's what 92 and she's 66 talk about an age gap. get it girl um <laughs> he's and... about to die anyways <laughs> and I was just looking at that oh yeah the, there was a quote from him that was like we can't wait <laughs> <laughs> 
we can't wait to spend the next half of our lives together. And I, I was like, what? Like one year. Anyway. She's so well, clever. Um, well, yeah. Uh, and then she, her quote was, um, I've been rich and poor and rich and poor again. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my I God. Don't... Was that really her quote? wow she put it all out there at least she's honest right like he he can't have any illusions about her intentions at this point well i think she's probably quite well off i don't think she's i mean she's definitely well she will be i think like she's 66 so i don't i think she is well off so it's not like she's marrying him for the money a hundred percent do you know what i mean do you know it's not what, like he's um, with a 20 year old if yeah yeah i don't know but do you know what um annoys me the most in this conversation is that the richest women in the world were like divorced <laughs> from billionaires which is so irritating to me because like i want i want that to change and i think it will we're getting mm. there but yeah i think part of the problem is that like in general, women are motivated by, diff- like, less motivated. In general, obviously, there's, you know, difference, like, in each individual. But in general, women are less motivated by money and more b- motivated by, like, connection and stuff, in in my general experience. But um, I don't know. That's why, it's interesting. That's why you think, okay, my theory is because they have to do all the emotional slash actual labor that goes into keeping the population going in yeah. other words having kids um, yeah i agree that's that also holds us back like, a lot i would say that's like a massive reason why we don't have like women coming up at the same time as as the same rate as men um, yeah i i definitely think that's a massive factor unfortunately if men could just start carrying babies, that would be great. Shout out. Yeah, and like doing this stuff after they're born. Or like maybe we yeah. no one has kids anymore and then we'll see what happens. Here's like, this is how I see, like all the, the moms, especially that I talk to is like, they spend so much time doing admin for their families. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like so this is the difference like i have to go on like find i'm gonna go on a rant here i have to go on like find the the kids sport spend an hour like reading reviews like you know checking if it'll work with the schedule finding carpool options talking to the the dude being like can you pick him up on this day because i'm working blah 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 And then finally, like, I sign up for the sport, you know, I pay. And what does, like, in this instance, my boyfriend do? He he picks him up and drops him off. But I just did, like, hours of admin and emotional labor. (laughs) Like, that's the difference. Yeah, you can't, I don't know if, I I don't know if you can use that example, though. Because, well, I mean, you can if you want but no but like i get it it's different because he's not 
my son's father, and that is a difference. But I hear this from moms who are married with their kids' parents all the time. Yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't, I mean, it's definitely a massive issue and something that really just like society needs to, it just needs to be 50 50 if you're bringing. But it's if funny. you're both choosing to bring a child into the world, it should definitely be 50-50. But it's very hard to, like, actually delegate that. Yeah, but in theory, you shouldn't need to even... I mean, in an ideal situation, you wouldn't even need to delegate it. Or you would, like, both sit down and be like, here's the chores. What What am I doing? Because it's even the fact of having to go can you please pick the child up at six o'clock? So you've had to do all the emotional labor to get to the point where you've organized the fact that they need to be picked up. at Or deciding what to make for dinner. Like that's a whole thing. Anyway, but I do think this is the reason, but I also think society is changing, but you will not see me being a billionaire because Lord knows I cannot be bothered. Um, I can't either. Like, Serious at some lazy point, streak. At some point, like, what are you even doing? Like, what's the point of having more money? Like, what can you even do with it? Buy one of those Birkenstock bags, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Birkin bag. No, I'm but Birkin I also ba- just lose focus. I think you really, if you're going to, like this. But that's the thing. I think there's women out there. There's men out there who, if we're judging them by how much money you can make, I think equal amounts i think women can make just as much as men but i'm not one of those people um well why aren't we just out there selling our poop is the real question at this point well that's what i'm gonna get straight to right after this (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh it's amazing it's amazing Um, how much money you can make doing that yeah Uh, wait i feel like we went completely off track about the question so what should you do if you make need to make a big... I was going <laughs> to... You should always go with the option of selling your fecal matter online. Yeah. Um. I would say something to think about is weighing up what your responsibilities are and then also weighing up where you want to be in 10 to 5 years. And this sounds... I mean, I am... L- in this place in my life so often so i'm definitely preaching to myself but even if like it can be like wild think of like the wildest thing you where where you want to be in 10 years um and then just kind of work towards that and you might be somewhere totally different but um if you don't hit them what's that quote if you don't hit the moon you'll end up in the stars Anyway, please yeah, there you go. don't listen to my advice. Um, I think you then... should break it up, yeah, into manageable steps, right? Like, just little steps at a time. Yeah. And, oh, some good advice, practical advice I always try and adhere to, is always have, if you're going to make a big change, so um, moving jobs or starting a business, 
always make sure you have three months salary. However, yes. I would say this is advice I got really or like 10 years ago, let's say. I would say you need about six months salary. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. Three months. Otherwise, it's too stressful it in this economy. Like, yeah. And you don't want to be um, really stressed while you're trying to set up something new, but by money. Like, because you're already going to be really stressed, you know, learning all the new things. And so if you mm -hmm. let money stress you out as well, then it's just like, it's too much. So you really want to have that good cushion if you can. Obviously, like, sometimes you can't have that. But if you can, it's really important. Because you the last thing you want to be doing is like, I just can't pay this bill because I'm trying to live my dream. I, but I, I think if you're stuck, for example, let's say you're working... Um, and let's say you're working, you're not loving your job, but you, you know, it pays the bills. It's a good idea to have this goal in mind. Like I need to save six months worth of salary because that, that way you have a goal. So now you're working towards the goal. What you do that in, I mean, it takes a while, of course, but you're going to get there. And then, then you can plan, start planning, start doing stuff in your free time to get your next goal in place. But it is quite for me, it's really important to have goals. Otherwise, um, money yes. sets in. And deadlines. It depends oh, yeah, what deadlines. kind of person you are. But for me, I work really well with the deadline. Oh like, gosh. someone could say, like, you need to um, write an article. You can just do it whenever. Like, we'll publish it whenever. Let's be honest. <laughs> not gonna write that fucking article if they said you need to have it to me in two days that thing would be on their desk tomorrow like I work so well with a deadline the hardest thing for me is a self-imposed deadline because mm. I don't respect myself as much as I respect someone else which is a big problem <laughs> a deeper problem it's, yeah I, I think I would say the majority of us would it's fair when you're working in a nine to five job, you kind of like you get up and you go and do the job when you're working on your own business. It's very tricky unless you have it deadlines it's to motivate so because it's not even it's again, it's coming back to that emotional labor. Not only do you have to set the kind of goals and the deadlines, but then you have to complete them as well. So you're going you're going through like well, maybe not twice as much work, but do you see how it's like more? Oh yeah, more effort. It's so much more. The way like the way I've been doing it, which is semi-successful, is if I need to do something or I tell myself that I want to do something towards you know the future I want, I'll put it in my Google Calendar, a little list. I'll have it in there always. And I'll put it on the next day that I have time blocked out to do, you know, errands and admin and, and uh, whatever else that I want to do. And then I'll put it on there. And because I do really well with lists and I love like mm. being able to take something off the list. So then once I, I do it, I'm able to like delete it off the list and it feels really good. Um, and then if I don't get it all done that day, the whole list, I'll just move it on to the next day where I have some time and just keep doing that. And then 
it kind of gets it out of my head so it's not like constantly bothering me and puts it into a space of like um you know delegating time for it if that makes sense it works pretty well for me depending on how motivated i am yeah how much ufc you want to (laughs) watch i don't i this question is very good one but it's also like it's a question i always have like it's a good question sit still and just do the thing i meant to do but i think with that um i mean this whole driving thing i'm trying to take like i'm this is one of my goals and honestly i feel so far out of my comfort zone i mean i am in the uncomfort zone at this point um and it is discomfort yeah i don't know and i'm really it's funny how much to push yourself in that like because uh, you have saying, to like, with that you have to but like it's both so uncomfortable <laughs> you just you have to like it's one of those things where you just have to bite the bullet and say i need to do this because it's so uncomfortable that if you don't push yourself, you're not going to want to keep doing it. Oh, man, please send your wishes, your well wishes. I just want to say manual as well, which is like, ooh, that's rough. Clutch that's plus hard. brake plus gears plus looking Oof. in the mirror plus that's lots terrible. of folks in the road. I just want to say on that note, that shout out to Saz for doing something way out of her comfort zone. I'm very proud of you. And oh, here, thank you. I'm here to hold you accountable to push oh. yourself. Push yourself. How long do you think it will take? Six months? No, hopefully not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I never got driving lessons. I just had my friends like take me to a parking lot and, and drive around then and around. Yeah, and then I went and took a driving test, and I sh- they should not have passed me, but they did. And then I started driving, and like two weeks later, I bought this car, and I thought it was okay, but it was like from one of those sketchy used car dealerships. And I was driving down a hill, and the freaking, um, it just turned off. Like, it had a problem with the motor turning off randomly what i found out at that time on the hill so the power steering and power brakes worked the emergent uh didn't work the emergency brake didn't work and basically i thought i was gonna die and sorry i shouldn't be telling you this story it's terrible story to be telling. no i know this story already but it's so okay and then yeah i just went rolling down the hill and it was very steep and luckily there was a pickup truck at the bottom at a red light and I just went into it. But I don't know how far I would have gone if it hadn't been there. And they were very oh kind. Gosh. And uh what, my car was like, totaled, but theirs I, wasn't, luckily. Were you just like, ah, oh, like the brakes went, sorry. Yeah. And like oh my I didn't know how to get home because my car was totaled. And the people who I'd crashed into gave me a ride home. No. Yeah. They were so kind. 
Glad I need to move to America. Just so I was I just sitting there nice crying people. on the side of the road. And then someone texted me and was like, I saw you crying on the side of the road. And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I was like, but wait, why didn't you pick me up? You didn't even stop to see if I was okay. What? That is so bad. But this imagine? complete stranger who I'd crashed into gave me a ride home. My God. You know, I saw my driving instructor this morning with another pupil. Oh, thought, they're cheating you, on you. <laughs> you. Unfaithful. Um, but, and they were driving on the open road as well. I was like, oh my Ooh. word, look at, look at you go. At like max 20 miles per hour. But that's still like really far off for me. So... <laughs> I was like, so it's oh just one God. of those things where you're going to need to accelerate, feel the wind on your face and just go. It's just, it's going to happen. I believe in I you. went around a corner at 12 miles per hour and the guy was like, stop. You're going to really? kill us both. Oh my God. Yeah, but like. It doesn't it's... sound very calming. No, he is. He is. He's, he's very good, I think. Um, But. I need to, you have to imagine the roads are probably not wide enough for an American car to go down. So that, <laughs> and those are like two way roads. Like there's meant so to be give it cars. to me. What kind of car are you learning in? Give me all the dirt. Well, you have put me in a situation, haven't you? As some kind are you of car blind? Large gray <laughs> <laughs> Toyota, maybe? Is it an elephant? In fact, it is. No wonder. Um, it's so it's this funny phenomenon where people who don't drive or who have never driven are car blind, so they never know like what a car looks like. They just all look the same until you start. Driving. They don't all look the same, but I never know what brand they are. Yeah, um, yeah. I will well, shout learning. out my favorite kind of car. Toyotas are the bomb. I will never drive another kind. So I have a you word have a of word, of course she does. You no, know what I, I called it? Wisdom. You know okay. what I called it? From now on, we're calling it Wow, Word <laughs> of Wisdom. Wow. wow. Okay. Um. So, something that's been something I've been learning over um, my chica, adult um, life chica, period. Chica. I'm just gonna <laughs> do like that... a little beat under your Word of Wisdom. Keep it going. It's going to be distracting. This is a question of self-responsibility. So your feelings, contrary to what you might think, are your responsibility. Okay? So no one else is responsible for how you feel. Only you are. Wait, one second. Feel the wind on your face. Okay, keep going. That is not relevant. <laughs> and it's rain. Not wind. <laughs> um, anyways, so you can't expect anyone else in your life to kind of moderate your feelings for you. If It's okay if you feel bad, sad, angry, you know, threatened, whatever. That's all okay. Like, I'm not saying don't have bad feelings. However... You need to understand that if you're in a situation that's making you feel a certain way, 
it you're gonna have to del like take care of yourself get yourself out of that situation because let's face it no one's gonna save you you have to save yourself and i i experienced this for a long time where i kind of like thought that codependency was a a, a thing that you were supposed to do because we kind of grew up in this commune where like the commune regulated our feelings and emotions for us. And so mm. it's been a very intense journey for me in life to realize like, hey, just because I'm feeling mad doesn't mean I should spew it all over everyone else. I have to learn how to deal with that in the right way and not hurt other people in the process. So it sucks, but you got to do it because we're all grown ups and being a grown up sucks. What do you think, Saz? I I totally agree, but I think that always takes practice because you're always going to be looking for someone else to blame. But in fact, it's not always like it's always it's your me. fault. It's just like, Hi. unfortunately, I'm the problem. It's me. you always have to deal with it. I'm just t talking over your singing. But I have one more word of wisdom. It's very short. Um, when okay. you, my whole thing this week last week and going into this week is um whenever i'm like doing something i don't really want to do so i'm i'm doing this thing now where i go and swim a mile in the swimming pool in the olympic swimming pool no no uh that's awesome doubt and also like with the driving i mean i'm going on and on but um i kind of like <laughs> i get to the point like the guy drives up or I'm like standing on the edge of the pool and I really don't want to do either, but I know I, you know, they're good for me. Come on. Um, and I just say to myself, well, I'm not here to insert, you know, you can insert any phrase, but like with the swimming pool, it's like, I'm not here to be the lifeguard. And then I'm like, I'm here to swim. And then I jump in. But I have to like give myself that pep talk every time. So it's like, I'm not here to like look it out onto the street. I'm here to drive and then off I go. Um, I love it. But yeah, I that's love been it. my little motivational speech to myself. Pretty Be much your own motivational all speaker. day, every day, the last few weeks. Anyway, thank you all for listening and we will be back next Wednesday. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Thank you for listening to Skin and Blister. If you have questions or comments, please email us at skinandblisterpod at gmail.com.